This is Tools of the Podcast Trade, where you can learn about the tools and resources you can use to start and grow your podcast. Tune in each week as we talk about the help you need to remove the mystery from podcasting so you can become a successful podcaster that can reach your audience where they are. My guest today is Evans Putman, host of Podcast ATM Business Model Podcast. That's a mouthful, Evans. Welcome to Tools of the Podcast Trade. Oh well, thank you, thank you very much. And actually, Jen, that's not a that's a, that's my business uh, model that I've created. It's actually not my podcast, but oh. can I give you a little? Can I give you a scoop? Yes, you can be please. the first one to know this. <laughs> yes, since I messed that up. <laughs> uh, no, that's that's okay because um. Uh, I'm actually, I'm in the process of launching two new podcasts, and one of them is called Get Clients from Podcasts for Strategies for Hosts and Guests. So you, your audience is the first to hear about that. So that's getting ah. ready to launch in the next week or so. And then I've got another one where um, called One Podcast Away, where I'm sharing inspiring stories of people like yourself, people with podcasts, people who've been on podcasts. And um, something inspiring has happened. Either somebody heard their message and had a had a life changing moment, or it changed their business or something like that. So you got two scoops for the price of one. Yeah, and congratulations! <laughs> Thank you for sharing with me. <laughs> Thank you, and You're our welcome. audience. Yes. Yeah, I'm. I'm just grateful for the opportunity to be on today. So thank you. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. So before we get into all that good stuff, lots of good stuff sounds like, um, tell us, who is Evans Putman? I am, I guess you could say, you know, first and foremost, I'm a, a husband and a father. And that's my my main thing. I don't know if we're going to be on video or not, but behind, over my shoulder, you can see my little painting of my little fun family there. I've got my daughter and my see wife. That? Uh, yes. My daughter, Chloe, my wife, Stacy. And so that that's that's really who I am at essence, my core. That's what I do. Build my business around my life instead of the other way around. And um, along with that, you know, you could say I've been an entrepreneur for twenty plus years in the online space. So I was doing this back when we didn't have the kind of cool tools that we have to be able to do this together today. And we had dial up for the, there's probably some people that don't even know what dial up is anymore, but you know, it was a, it was a different era when I first started. So I've been doing that for 20 plus years and I've uh, been a consultant, a coach, a marketing strategist, and um, just, just enjoy it. I enjoy helping other people get their message and their mission out into the world. And so they can change lives and create more impact. Yes, yes. Thank you very much. And thank you for sharing your family with us. I appreciate it. <laughs> no, you're welcome. Yes. So since I started, I opened this Pandora's box. Tell us, <laughs> what is the podcast ATM business model? I'm happy to. Thank you for asking. Yes. Um, see, it all works out perfectly, right? That that was <laughs> meant to be for us to talk about this. And this this came from, I guess it was about gosh, six or seven years ago when I found myself in podcasting. Had no idea, never thought about being in podcasting, anything like that. I was a marketing strategist at the time. And I started working with somebody who had a podcast and they were struggling to grow it. They didn't 
have any type of business model associated with it, but he did have a big vision that I was able to sit down with him and I was like, give me, tell me a vision of your aspirational future. What does that look like? What do you want to do with this podcast? And he shared that with me. So I said, give me the weekend. I'll come back with a plan. Um, came back with a plan. Next thing you know, I'm a- agreeing to help somebody grow their podcast because as an entrepreneur, we often say yes, yes. and then figure it out <laughs> later, right? So, um, so that started a journey and it was a podcast called Real Estate Rockstars with Pat Hyben. And you can still find real estate rock stars out there in the market. It was actually a business that we built and we were able to sell. So through the time working with Pat, we were able to grow to over 150,000 monthly listeners, all organically, and no paid ads or anything. We were able to put in a system that allowed us to get leads from our listeners at a really high rate. We were getting almost eight out of 10 people who came to our landing page from our podcast were joining our list. And then from that point, we had basically put in, um, for lack of better terms, sort of a podcast sales funnel that pushed our listeners from listener to lead to customer and then to client. So uh, what we developed was a business model. And Pat actually is the one I became a partner in the business. We grew it together, became really successful. And Pat was the one that actually gave it the ATM name where he was like, you know, Evans, it's like you've helped me take my podcast, this passion I had, this, you know, thing that I love to do, getting behind the mic and speaking to share my message to change others' lives. But you've allowed me to do that while installing a business model that runs on autopilot and just spits out profits. It's almost like it's a podcast ATM. Yeah. And right then I was like, oh, that's a really cool um, sort of name for it. So I, I thanked him for saying that. And I took that. And once we, I ended up leaving that business uh, because I wanted to take what I'd learned and what I built and share it with other podcasting entrepreneurs so they could get out there and really shine their message and mission into the world and be able to use their podcast as an engine that drove their business. Mm-hmm. And so um, I left the business and then Probably about six or seven months later, podcast or Pat came to me and we were talking over lunch and he was like, you won't believe this, but because you were able to build this system and put this podcast ATM business model in there that, you know, it was a business, not just a podcast. I'm, I've got um, people coming to me wanting to buy the business. So he was able to sell the podcast and the business. And that's why it's still out there. You can still find mm-hmm. real estate rock stars, but it's under a different host's name now. Mm, okay. Like that story. Well, thank you. Yeah, I do like it. Okay. So you have me thinking about a few things. Um, I hear you talk about the funnel, the using the podcast as a funnel. Mm-hmm. And, you know, for the longest time, when I, when I started studying podcasts, because I, I I did that before I actually started one. There wasn't anything connect. It wasn't connected to money in any way. It was Mm -hmm. just, you started a podcast because you had a passion or you wanted to reach some people. Right. So I see ATM next to podcasts on my, (laughs) my ears perked up. (laughs) Right. 
And it got me thinking about this question. I think this came from you. Mm-hmm. So I'm leading that with this question from you. What are the biggest mistakes podcasting entrepreneurs make when it comes to growing an audience and monetizing their podcasts? Hmm. Yes, that's a great question. And I liked how you, you emphasized entrepreneurs because that there is a distinction in the podcast world. Like the people I work with are generally coaches, consultants, experts, business owners who are looking for a way. They love podcasting. They love sharing their message. They're, maybe mm-hmm. they're tired of social media and all that kind of stuff. And they just want to figure out how to connect it to their business. And so um, there's a few really big mistakes that I see happening. And, you know, one of the most basic I'll share, is it okay if I share two or three with yes, you? Yes, please. Um, yes. One of the biggest ones is like, because it's it's really funny, Jim, because I would say 80% of the people that I've worked, that I do consulting with come to me and they've already launched their podcast. They've done a lot of work with their podcast. They mm-hmm. really enjoy it. But these are successful entrepreneurs and they come to me and they're like, Evans, I'm starting to feel like this is a liability and not an asset. It's not really connected to my business in any way. I just started it because somebody told me I needed to start one. (laughs) And so I did it, which is still, that's great, right? It's always good to get started with something. Don't, don't, Mm -hmm. don't just delay and delay and delay until you figure it out. But that takes me to the, one of the first biggest mistakes that I see is that People don't intentionally sit down and start with the end in mind, right? Like, so here's, this is my ideal dream client that I love to work with. This is the big result I get them. Um, This is how I do it easier and better than anybody else out there in the market. Now, how do I take that end result and sort of back it into the podcast and use that podcast as a way to push people into my world to join my programs and services. So I'd say that's number one is just not being intentional about thinking that far ahead, because unfortunately you will start to feel a little like, you know, I think I might just shut this down because I'm not getting a return on investment. And um, that's unfortunate because I believe everybody has a message and a mission that can change at least one person's life. And it's worth it if you just change that one person's life. So that's one. Um, The second one that I would say comes with one of the biggest things that people ask me. It's around podcast growth. How did you grow such a big audience? And I will tell them that one of the biggest mistakes people make is they they don't, when it comes to audience growth with podcasts, is they're not proactive about putting themselves, their podcast in front of other people. They sort Mm -hmm. of sit back and think, if I just post on social media or I'll leave it up to Apple Podcasts for people to find me. And instead, you have to have strategies in place. We we I call it an evergreen audience acceleration system. Um, but it's evergreen because you put assets out into the world that you do them once and they deliver listeners on and on and on and on, as opposed to social media where you make a post and it disappears after yeah. five or six minutes, or maybe doesn't even get shown to anybody because you don't control the algorithm. So that's number two. When it comes to audience growth, you really have to be proactive. You really have to think, 
where is my dream client that would be a listener? Where are they hanging out? Now I got to go get in front of them and I'll give everybody a little tactic, a hint. One of the best ways to do it is exactly what we're doing here, right? Get on other people's shows that are amazing hosts and have amazing podcasts and share your message because you know, if they're a listener, they've already raised their hand and they're more likely to be a listener of your show. Um, yeah. So the third thing I would say, this is probably the, this is the biggest one for podcast guests and podcast hosts. So I'm, I'll give you a double sort of a double barrel answer on this one to cover everybody. I see this all the time where people miss a huge opportunity to get people on their list from their podcast guest appearances. When we and, and I share this because we were about two weeks from closing the doors on our business and shutting down the podcast until we figured that out. And in the next 12 months, we went basically from zero dollars in sales to half a million dollars in revenue from our podcast because we focus not on selling, but on giving massive value, moving person from listener to lead and then treating that lead relationship like a relationship between two people versus a transaction. So mm-hmm. I would say that's, to me, that's the biggest one that people who are guests, people who are hosts, they miss out if they don't really build their list with their podcast appearances. And I don't think enough people do that. Right. Hmm. Yes, I, I have to agree with that. And. Um, I, I I also want to ask you because we've you've given some good advice for someone who already established a podcast and mm-hmm. they they have a business. So they and they they're trying to figure out how to use a podcast to enhance their business, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Do you find that a lot of entrepreneurs, coaches who mm-hmm. start podcasts don't really understand the role? You know, we, we do click funnels, we do um, Google and Facebook ads, but do we really understand the role of podcasts in our business? I, that's a great question again, and I think the answer is no. Um, people, and it's not necessarily the role, but the power of the podcast, mm-hmm. right? That's what's really powerful. And I, I actually, I heard another one of your guests mention this statistic because I listened to um, your show before I came on, which I recommend everybody do, by the way. Um, Thank you. But she mentioned that, you know, like 80% of podcast listeners listen to the complete episode. Mm, and Kelly. those mm. numbers may be a little bit higher now. I don't know. I have a check, check that, but I remember that stat before too. And it's true. As a podcaster, what we discovered and what my clients have discovered and what I help them do is we actually work on not just growing the audience, getting the leads, getting people to buy your stuff. We actually focus on creating the type of content in your podcast that creates a transformation in the listener, a transformation that shifts their identity so that they believe in themselves a little bit more than they did before when they come mm-hmm. on your show. So at the point when they they come through this sort of progression, they go from a listener who may be thinking about, you know, I've sort of thought about 
you know, working with a coach on this, but I'm not really sure if I'm ready to, hey, not only do I feel ready now, I believe in myself. I see that this person's system can help me and I know I can be successful with it. So when you start thinking about the power of words and the way to shift identity and belief and transformation, it's an amazing way to not only just empower your listeners to sort of make that shift to a higher version of themselves where they believe they can be successful, but it also they, it shortens the sales cycle because it builds so much trust and reciprocity where they yes. want to give back to you now, now that you've given them something as well. So if you think about, um, I'm sure how many, Jen, you, have you ever seen anybody on stage before a speaker that just like made you want to jump out of your seat? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're just like, right. You're like, I can do it. I can, you know, people. Yeah. Yeah. I've been to Tony Robbins conference. So yeah, <laughs> there you go. You can take that same type of stage presence and the mm-hmm. stage, the speaking that speakers use and use that in your podcast to get the same kind of responses. And I think a lot of people miss out on that. And as coaches, consultants, business owners, we all want, at least the good ones do, they want their clients to be successful. And one of the best ways to, you know, you may have the best tools in the world, the best strategy in the world, but if that person comes over and joins your program and they don't believe in themselves and believe they can be successful, they're more likely than not going to be, not going to be successful. So to me, that's where real, real power comes in from podcasting because you can shift and change people's lives. Yes, yes. Thank you for saying that. And thank you for making that correction is that we, we don't understand the power. And mm. it really is, it, it really hurts me as someone who just loves podcasting because Alex um, from Podmatch, the creator of Podmatch, mm-hmm. he I brought out, I don't know if you're in the PodPros community, but he brought out some stats about the ratio of podcast started versus the ones that are actually active. Mm-hmm. And it broke my heart because mm-hmm. the percentage was so low of active active podcasters that I'm like, we, we don't understand the power. So you're right. And mm. thank you for sharing that. No, you're welcome. <laughs> definitely. And it, it reminds me a lot of, think about how many people buy digital courses and online programs and then just don't take advantage of them. It seems yeah. it's, it's a similar kind of thing. I think a lot of times you need you need you need more than just the oh I know how to do a podcast. It's like well maybe you need a coach or a community or others around you that can sort of yes help you get through that hump where you start yes. to feel a little discouraged and move forward right. and give you guidance. So I think that's really important. And shout out to Alex San Filipino by the way. Yeah, you mentioned him. What a great pod match is an amazing service. I absolutely awesome. love it. And Alex is a great yeah. guy. Yeah. Yeah, great customer service over there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I see you wearing a T-shirt, and when we do the audio, people won't be able to see it, but it says Surfpreneur. What is mm-hmm. that? And what is the Surfpreneur blueprint? Well, this is, and thank you for asking. This is, um, this has sort of been, you know, it's a journey of 20 plus years, like I mentioned, in the entrepreneurial space. And one of the things that I became known as um, is someone who 
served and gives a lot to others. And this is not something that I sort of put on myself. It was something that other people gave to me. And it's, it's just sort of a natural way, I think, that I've always done things. I probably get it from my mother, who was a teacher. I came from a coaching. I used to coach basketball. So I coach, I come from a coaching sort of, a, I like to help other people win. Mm-hmm. And I believe that's where a lot of that came from. But when I mentioned as I left that other business, I took a moment, uh, a stretch where I didn't jump into another business yet. And I took some time to focus on me and to make sure that because at the time I was a little stressed, a little angry. I was a little bit of a different person than you're seeing right in here right now. Um, so I focused on you know morning routine, meditating, self-care, working on my spirituality, all these different things. And it was during that that this actual um, blueprint was almost downloaded to me where I I started thinking about it and the word servepreneur came up. So I, I went and I trademarked the servepreneur blueprint, um, which I'm actually in the process of creating a program and a movement around that. But to me, what a servepreneur is and the servepreneur movement represents is, is that I've spent so much time speaking to other entrepreneurs who are a little dissatisfied with the online space. They're a little dissatisfied with the way people perceive a lot of coaches and consultants, <laughs> that there's a lot of hustle and transactional approach and people who are just out there launching programs and doing things with no real intent of helping others change their lives, just in yes. collecting money for their bank account. So to me, the servepreneur um Blueprint and the servepreneur movement represents the type of entrepreneur who's in it for the right reasons. They're in it to serve others. They're in it to serve a mission. They're in it because they feel like they have a unique purpose and a unique ability that needs to be shared with the world. And they just need a community and they need others around them that know that it's okay to be a serving entrepreneur, a servepreneur. It's okay to give. But you also do want to receive, right? You want to create that yes. abundant cycle, the give-receive cycle. But um, the the four pillars, I'll share these, and then we can you can follow up if you have any other questions. But the four pillars of the Servepreneur Blueprint, this is more like the path, the way that I help. Um, I'm building out this movement of people where we're coming together as a network, and we help each other. We collaborate. We have a community around it. But those are... And, it's be, do, give, and grow are the four main pillars of the servepreneur blueprint. Where many people you think of, you hear be, do, have, and it stops there. And I'm like, no, that's like that, that creates scarcity. If you just be, yeah. do, and then have, what about the giving back? Yeah. So to me, yeah. that's where it shifted. And it came to me in meditation where I was like, it's be, do, give which creates the abundance cycle for everybody involved and then grow, grow as yourself as a person, but help others grow as well. Yes. So those are the four pillars of the servepreneur blueprint. Oh, okay. Thank you. I like that contribution and growth at the end. Yeah. Mm, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And I think mm-hmm. podcasting brought out a lot of that in me working with podcasters, because as you probably know, Jen, podcasting community is very collaborative. They love to help each other. They love to serve yes. each other. So I think working with so many podcasters 
and seeing their desire to create impact and to change others' lives really helped me sort of step into this sort of experience of the servepreneur and the servepreneur movement. Yes. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that. And um, I'm going to ask you to share how we can get in touch with you in a moment. But before we do that, could you tell us what is Evans grateful for today? Oh, gosh. Well, one, I'm grateful for this opportunity. Anytime someone shares their time with me, I'm grateful for that. Um, I'm grateful I got to drive my daughter to school today because <laughs> the past few days my wife was doing it. And usually I do it. It's like one of those things, even though it's like a five minute maximum drive to her school, it's like that's one of the most um, rewarding parts of the day that I'm grateful for is that little stretch. Yeah. Because uh, she is, she's young. She's going to be a teenager in very few months. So it's just young, a, an opportunity while I can share it. So mm-hmm. I would say I'm just grateful. I'm just grateful to be able to, um, to share my message with other people. And hopefully it connects with somebody. Okay. All right. Thank you. Awesome. All right. So how can we get in touch with you? Well, is it okay if I give your your listeners something, a, a nice free gift for, Absolutely. for sharing their we time love with free. us? <laughs> <laughs> so I have to practice what I preach, right? It's um, <laughs> So what I would say is I, I've created, this is, this is perfect for if you have a, if you're a guest, on podcast or a host, because mm-hmm. I like to cover the whole audience. So if you're doing either one of those, I've got something I call the listeners to leads to high ticket clients blueprint. And I'd love to share that with you. This is something that you can use to get more listener, get more leads from your appearances as a host or a guest. Mm-hmm. And you can get that by texting the word leads so it's L-E-A-D-S. You text the word LEADS to 55444. So it's LEADS to 55444. Or you can go to podcastsalesmachine.com forward slash LEADS and do it the old-fashioned way of entering in your email address that way. Awesome. Thank you. So LEADS 55444 text. Uh, mm-hmm. oh, we put those links below and so people could utilize them. Thank you. I really appreciate you, Evans. Definitely. Any parting shots? Yes, for sure. Any parting shots to a podcaster or an entrepreneur or both? I would just say, you know, um, don't ever forget that your message matters. Don't ever forget that you have a unique talent, a unique ability that was installed at you when you came into this experience, right? And don't ever forget that you can just be you and rise into your authentic self and get out there and share you with the world. And you'll attract the right people. You'll connect with the right people and you'll create change in the right people. So um, yeah, that's what I'd share. It's like, just, just get out there and do it. Share that message, share your mission, get out there and shine so you can attract and affect others. Awesome. Thank you, Evans Putman, for coming and talking to Mm -hmm. us today. I apologize for that, but because I'm used to the name Putnam, so I I keep messing Putman. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) I love it. I liked how you said it that time. So now you got it down. It's perfect. Thank you, Jenna. Thank you. I appreciate the opportunity to serve your audience. Awesome.